Hello, and welcome to Catholicism in the Car. My name is Parker Zerbal. Alrighty, we are uh, continuing our discussion on social issues, and particularly the issue of homosexuality. Now, we ended we ended last time. I just I wanted to make really clear what the actual issue is here, and that it is the intrinsically disordered nature of homosexual acts, not homosexual persons. Uh, and I'm just going to reiter- reiterate this again: as Catholics, the Catholic Church believes that everything that God has made is inherently good. Even Satan, even Satan is inherently good by the fact that he exists, by the fact that he was made. Um, for God cannot make anything bad. And thus, every human person, no matter what sins they've committed, no matter what struggles they have, even Hitler is inherently good, and nothing can ever take that goodness away. Now, what can happen is that people can make choices that separate them from God. People can make choices that separate them from other human beings. And people can even make choices that separate them from themselves. And I would argue that these choices of particularly ones that separate us from ourselves are those choices that do not either do not lead to the flourishing of our human nature or they degrade our human nature. And I've discussed this in some past episodes, but again, what is human nature? How do we know what human nature is? Well, first and foremost, we are told what human nature is by our bodily compositions, by our physical stature uh, and our physical compositions. Part of that physical composition is the, uh, well, are the, are the sexual organs that each person is given. And those organs show us a little bit about what that particular person's uh, gender, their sex, and I, I use those words interchangeably. I don't, I don't think that the, the difference between gender and sex is a, is a real difference. I think people are just making stuff up to try to make a point. Um, but the bodily difference between male and female is incredibly important. And th- this is the heart of the issues of homosexuality and transgenderism, is they try to say that basically that my body, the way that my body is, is wrong. So if you're a man, you are sexually ordered by your physicality towards a female. If you are a female, you are sexually ordered by your physicality towards a male. Um, our, our sexual organs, the sexual organs between male and female, are the greatest differences between us. Um, they're the most obvious differences between us. And they're complementary. They're meant to fit together. <laughs> I don't think I need to elucidate that any anymore. Uh, you should know what I mean. As male and female, we are meant to fit together. And from that union is meant to come new life, right? So homosexuality, and then even further transgenderism, um, tries to dissociate itself from the reality that's in front of it. Um, and, and this is common with, with much of, with many of these social issues, especially those of a sexual nature, is the, the goal, or, or at least one of the effects of uh, divorce and remarriage, of contraception, of homosexuality, of transgenderism, and then finally, it's shown clearly in uh, transhumanism, is persons are trying to divorce themselves from reality. 
homosexuality does it by saying, you know, I'm a male, and by my physical nature, I am ordered towards a female. But my desires, and a lot of people will say my my self, and they, they consider the self being something other than their physicality. My self is contrary to my body, and therefore I am having these desires for something or someone that is contrary to to what my body is pointing me towards. So if I'm a male, uh, a homosexual male, it means that biologically I am ordered towards sexual reproduction with a female. But if I'm a homosexual, I will say that, well, my body is wrong to a certain degree. My body is wrong, um, and I'm going to start using it in ways that it was not meant for. I'm going to start putting things in holes where they don't belong. Um, you know, our bodily composition, it, parts of our bodies are meant for certain things. The parts of our bodies that uh, expel waste are meant to expel waste. They're not meant to be penetrated. And I get I'm using some uncomfortable language here, but it's an uncomfortable topic. Um, you know, and, and I guess, you know, it's not as clear in the case, it's not as clear in the case of lesbianism. Um, but still, for a woman, a woman in her sexual organs is meant to be penetrated. Okay, and I'm, I'm trying to use this language uh, purposefully. I'm trying not to be grotesque about it. Um, I'm trying to use the, you know, taking a step back and looking at this and, and using some overarching language that is not going to be offensive or especially to, to children, but yet also get the point across to those who I know what I'm, who know what I'm talking about. Okay, a woman is meant to be, uh, is meant to be receptive, to be receptive to the penetrating act of the man. And when that doesn't happen, the woman is either breaking her human nature or not living up to it in the proper way. Not living up to it in this, even just from a purely physical level. She's not living up to her physical nature. Okay. Same with the homosexual male. Not living up to his physical nature and where that points and the the correct use of his organs. You know, if, if I use my, uh, if I use my Wow, sorry, there's a motorcycle in front of me. If I use my eyes for touching, I'm going to go blind pretty soon. If I use my hands for seeing, uh, well, that's not possible. <laughs> so, so, you know, like when we use our organs in ways that they're not meant to be used for, and, and the, the natural use of our organs is clear, okay? You don't have to think about it very much to know what the natural use of your organs are. Um, they just, their use is their use. And if your interior desires do not match up to that use, then something is wrong. That's just, that's just what it is. That's just what it is. I'm sorry. Like if, if my interior desire is to attempt to see using my hands, I'm, I'm not living in reality. That's preposterous. That's ridiculous. I don't have the organs of sight in my hands. Uh, or if I try to use my, my eyes for touching, that's ridiculous. I will quickly go blind. So you know, I think this is this is the principle that we're working from here. Like, and, and I think the Catholic Church, by its understanding of human nature, in that we are our bodies, we are our physical nature, and our souls are just the form of that body. They're the composition of that body. Um, it elucidates a lot in regards to sexuality. Like, it's clear what our bodies are meant for, what our various organs are ordered towards. It's utterly clear. It's our physicality. If you try to break away from that, you're breaking out of reality. Um, you know, we, we may have disordered desires. Everybody has disordered desires. Everybody. There's there's no difference to God 
between the adulterer and the homosexual. There's no difference. There's no difference between the fornicator and the homosexual. There's no difference. They're all the same. It's all a level playing field. It's all disorder, disordered desires. Okay, um, and I think that's also an important point to keep in mind that like the Catholic Church is consistent. It's utterly consistent in its view of human sexuality because our physical bodies, our bodies show us what our nature is. They show us what our human nature is and how it's supposed to be used. Now, of course, you have all the things about, you know, what about people that are born with genetic defects and all those sorts of things. Again, the exception doesn't create the rule. Um, when we're talking about general concepts here, it's it's the general reality that our bodies point to our human nature. Um, human nature is a general thing. It's not an individual thing, okay? Now, if you don't believe in general concepts, if you don't believe in uh, universal concepts, then, you know, you will end up going down the road of divorce, contraception, homosexuality, transgenderism, transhumanism, and whatever's after that, okay? It's kind of inherent within this view that, that there's no such thing as human nature. If there's no such thing as human nature, then anything goes. Any sort of moral moral reality goes. But I think there's clear evidence that there is such a thing as human nature, and it's the normal, typical construction of the human body points us clearly to what human nature is, especially as regards sexuality, especially as regards our sexuality. Look at your body. If how you feel doesn't conform to how your body is, and as long as you're a normal, uh, non-injured, uh, maimed, or someone who has a genetic condition if, if you're if you have a normal human composition of your body it points to what you're supposed to do with that body it's written in in what you are okay it's not that difficult it's not that difficult so anyway um i think that pretty much does it and i, I think just this getting rooted getting rooted in reality in the physical world is incredibly important and that that's what a lot of religious people have to learn from atheists and materialists is getting rooted in reality as long as those atheist materialists are actually materialists. You know, if you're actually a materialist, then you're going to understand if, you, if you're, well, let's say if you're a materialist, but you're also a realist, you believe in general concepts. We can agree on basically everything then regarding human moral actions and human sexuality. If you believe in the realism of, of nature's and if you believe in materialism, there, there's really nothing stopping you from having a Catholic uh, form of, of morality, okay? You don't have to believe in God to believe in these things. You don't have to believe in God to believe that divorce is wrong, contraception is wrong, homosexuality is wrong, transgenderism is wrong, and, you know, transhumanism is wrong. You don't have to believe in God for any of those things. Religion doesn't matter on these issues. What matters is what's real. What matters is our bodily composition and what it orders us to, okay? That's what science is. Science is a type of realism. It sees laws in the physical world that connects things together. That's exactly what human nature is. So anyway, I hope this helps. I hope this helps. And this is going to wrap up our, our topic of homosexuality. I know I probably take on a lot of things. I take a different view than a lot of... I, I look at things from a different angle than a lot of people might because I'm really trying to look at it from like a philosophical lens, with philosophical lens. That's, that's how I look at things. Um, and hopefully that can help people to get a better understanding of, of what the church teaches and also just just what reality is, okay? Just, just, just look at reality. Look at the things in front of you. Go spend a bunch of time outside contemplating physical nature. It doesn't matter if you believe in God or not. If you can, if you do that enough, I think you'll end up agreeing. With uh, it's when people get stuck up in the mind uh, and they start to think that, you know, whether they actually think it or not, they start to act like their soul is separate from their body and that their body isn't conforming to their soul or their self or whatever you want to say. And 
once you have that sort of a dualism, all these things follow from it. So many errors follow from it. So, all right, that's enough of that. Next time, we will go on to transgenderism, and I think I laid a pretty good foundation for talking about that topic. It's basically the same thing. Look at your physical nature. If it's not conforming, if, if, if your self, if your mind, if your soul, whatever you want to call it, isn't conforming to your physical nature, something's wrong, and we need to figure out a way to fix it, not embrace it, okay? All right. Thank you. God bless. Oh, uh, real quick, real quick, please feel free to uh, subscribe to any of my podcasts on any of the podcast players. Find me on YouTube. Please subscribe. Like me on Facebook, like the Catholicism Car channel on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're all there. Catholicism Car. Find me. And then I also have a Patreon account if you wish to support what I do at this, at this podcast and this YouTube channel. And you can also support us on anchor.fm. There's a support button there you click on. I also have links to all of this on my website's support page at www.catholicismintheCar.com.